Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I am speaking with Mr. Jacob Torres, who is the uh, Director of Footwear, Leather, and Component Industry for the Guanajuato State Government Agency of Mexico that's committed to the promotion of exports from that state of Mexico. Uh, good morning, Mr. Torres. First, could you talk could you tell our listeners about your organization and what it does, uh, what it oversees and promotes? Uh, yes, sure. Hi, well, first of all, uh, good morning and thank you for uh, giving us uh, some space in your uh, program. Uh, regarding our, our office or agency, that uh, its name is COFOSE, it is an agency for Guanajuato State that we are located in the middle of Mexico. And we are committed with the promotion for exports of uh, all the industries located in uh, our area. Uh, we in this state are strong in uh, five uh, main sectors. No? One of them is uh, automotive industry, heavy industry, metal mechanics, chemicals, uh, and uh, it's a huge part of, uh, of the work. The second one is agribusiness and some alcoholic beverages since uh, we are in the denomination um, of origin for tequila area. So we we can produce uh, tequila here. And as a reference, uh, around 70% of the frozen broccoli that it's uh, consumed in the States uh, comes from this state in Mexico, where uh, huge, huge producers of broccoli, uh, some garlics, onions, and some things like that. The third one is um, handcrafts and furniture. This is a important industry since we have a lot of artisans here and some other more professional uh, factories. Uh, the fourth one is uh, the area of fashion and garments. Since we also have uh, some production for dress, for dress stuff, garments, uh, jewelry, hats, and some things like that. And also, uh, here in Guanajuato, the footwear industry is very important since we have a cluster in a 20 mile radius. We have uh, around more than 1,000 fa uh, footwear factories from very small shop ones that uh, they are probably called more than ateliers and uh, to, to the largest factory in, in, in Mexico, even that manufactures around 70,000 pairs per day or more than 15 billion pairs a year. And uh, also, uh, this industry is supported by the tanning industry that we have around uh, 400 tanneries, also from very small ones to, to the largest and the specialized also in uh, the automotive industry, furniture and mainly for footwear. Uh, some of them have also uh, important certifications, such as the CPSC for the United States, uh, the rule for California State, and also some other commercial uh, certifications, such as a leather working group. Maybe you know about it. Uh, there's a specific uh, website for the leather working group. You can Google it uh, as it goes, and you can find that it's a government or a country rule, but it's a very commercial one. Uh, someday, uh, around 13, 15 companies, very important worldwide, mainly in the, in the footwear uh, market, they got together and established uh, this uh, certification. The British Leather Center helped them to create the rule, and uh, every, every tannery all over the world that want to be supplier of these kind of brands, such as uh, Timberlands, such as Wolverine brands, such as uh, Burberry, Adidas, Nike, Dr. Martens, and some very important brands. Also 
IKEA from Sweden and the furniture area, Natuzzi from Italy, they are, they are also in this stuff, no? and they rank uh, the tanneries which bronze medal, silver medal, or gold medal, depending on the capabilities of every, uh, every tannery. And we have uh, around 15 tanneries that uh, has uh, or accomplished that uh, rule. And also, we have around 300 or the rest of the footwear components, such as soles, insoles, shoelaces, whatever you need to make sure. And has the uh, shoe industry there been growing in recent years? The growth has been just a little bit. We we have been maintaining our, our average production. We go for, from 245 million pairs a year to 251. Uh, it's uh, the range that, that we have moved during the last years. And where where are the primary exports? How, you know, are, are they to Central American countries or how much is to the U.S.? Also, uh, uh, the Mexican footwear industry, uh, it's important to say that we are ranked number nine worldwide for footwear manufacturing with those around with a production of around 250 million pairs a year and how much is that to the u.s do you know okay regarding uh, our exports even when uh, we have a a industry uh, we only export around 10 percent of our production many percent is uh, oriented uh, most of all to domestic market and that 10 percent is oriented to united states mainly and also some other countries in uh, Central and South America, such as uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, Costa Rica, Panama, Colombia, just a little bit Peru. We also send shoes to Japan and uh, in uh, lower amounts, in a lower volume, to some countries of Europe, such as Germany, Spain, Italy, the Netherlands. Now I want to ask you, Mr. Torres, just about, obviously you must have heard about this controversial border adjustment tax that the United States Congress is, is considering. How does, I know you have, you work for a government agency, how does the Mexican, I'd imagine the Mexican government would not be for this, but you know, how does your, uh, the Mexican government stand on this and how would it affect exports of footwear to the U.S. and uh, or would it affect them? Um, well, it's a, a very interesting question. This border tax um, is, uh, obviously every country has their own right to establish some taxes or duties. The duties is a subject that it's more oriented to the international agreements that uh, every country has. No, in the case uh, in the United States and Mexico, uh, we share the, the NAFTA with Canada also. And uh, but we also are uh, working or have been working during the, the last years uh, under the rules of the World Trade Organization. That it, it's also another uh, point that the. Uh, that give us uh, rules to the, to the countries uh, associated uh, to, to to have a good uh, relationship between us no, in terms of international trade. Uh, as far as, uh, as I know, every country has their own right to establish their their own taxes, not, not, not uh, the duties that are, uh, are considered in these international trade agreements, but under their own laws. But uh, I think uh, it's uh, uh, it will affect obviously a relationship uh, in terms of uh, trade. But the point is, uh, from my I mean from my point of view, uh, it uh, makes some products to to, to get uh, a higher price 
but uh, final uh, the, the final consumer is the one who pays it, uh, and uh, uh, the Hawaii have seen the, the the behavior of the American uh, market during many years is that the, the government, the, the companies, uh, uh, look for giving the the people the best prices that they could have now in order to. To, to have a, a very healthy market and economy and it's uh, it, it will be a, a interesting combination no? and uh, the, the point uh, uh, regarding foodware is that uh, there are countries that uh, send more uh, more shoes to the United States than us there are, it's China in the first place then Vietnam uh, also, some other countries uh, uh, such as uh, India, uh, Brazil, even Pakistan, Bangladesh, but, but mainly China, Vietnam, and are, are the, the the main suppliers for the United States market. So, uh, I, I think if the uh, if, if the point of view from uh, for the United States uh, market now. I, uh, I think the volume is uh, coming from Asia, not, not really from Mexico. I'll tell you, U.S. retailers are against the border tax, and the CEO of Kohl's, which is a department store chain, uh, has said that the tax would increase the prices of all their products, as well as raise their tax rate by 75 to 85 percent. So they're vehemently against the border adjustment tax, which hasn't been uh, you know, um, discussed as much in, in Congress yet. Now, what about NAFTA? Uh, NAFTA was passed in 1994 between Canada and Mexico and the United States. Has it helped the footwear manufacturing in Mexico? And would a renegotiating of NAFTA hurt your? Would it hurt? Would it hurt footwear manufacturing in Mexico if it was renegotiated? I I, I think uh, every every relationship, every agreement uh, that uh, has uh, a country ha, ha, has a right to, to be reconsidered. Obviously, no? the the. The, the environment is not the same uh, after 20 years, and uh, I, I think it, it will be interesting uh, considering some negotiations, uh, because, for example, in terms of uh, footwear industry or footwear or Mexican footwear production for export, most of the shoes that we make in Mexico for uh, important brands in, in the states are made uh, mainly with uh, American leather. We use uh, leather of the big big packers of, of, uh, and very important uh, uh, suppliers such as uh, Tyson, uh, JBS, uh, uh, that, that uh, suppliers of the, the leather in order to, to accomplish a very good program to satisfy the American uh, market needs. So it's a two-way relationship. So I think uh, it, it could be very interesting uh, considering that because uh, in this industry, for example, and uh, in many other industries in Mexico, we use many of the components or uh, materials uh, that are coming from the States uh, and Canada. I, I think it, it uh, deserves to, to be reviewed in order to to be sure uh, that we are sharing a, a, a very good and important relationship both, both ways, both sides. And finally today, Mr. Torres, I was just wondering if you could discuss, there's been some discussion in the United States about the strength of the U.S. dollar versus the peso in 
how that affects the uh, footwear making uh, there and footwear manufacturing in, in Mexico? Because you, do you sell the product? Do they sell, export the product in peso sales or in dollars or how, do they, how does that work? Uh, no, well, it's a very easy uh, relation and proportion. As well as the dollar gets stronger, you, you, you acquire a, a highest purchase power. So uh, every dollar will uh, be more profit if it's invested overseas for productions, whatever. No? But in, in the case uh, of, of, of Mexico, the relationship with the dollar and the peso, if the dollar gets stronger, it, it will be more profitable to, uh, to invest or to buy products made in Mexico. But I think the important thing uh, is that we have to, uh, to keep uh, a healthy commercial and trading relationship because we share a lot. So we, we as I told you, we use, for example, American uh, heights, that it's the, the, the main component of a foodware. Uh, uh, How many people does the footwear manufacturing in Mexico employ? How many people work in the uh, Well, uh, according to some census of uh, the government and the industry, it should be around uh, one, 100,000 people integrating all, all, the, all the chain for leather and components. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee.